Well, hi. I'm so excited that you decided to pop your earbuds in and join me back here for another episode here on the Systemize Your Life podcast. It has been quite some time and I still thoroughly enjoy showing up here twice a week to be able to hang out with you. And the other thing that I love so much is how much this podcast means to you. It is such a joy and such a pleasure to know that these systems are actually working in your life. And today, this system is actually going to work its way into your children's life because today we're talking about one of my favorite systems that we have ever created in our home, like ever. And it is our chore system. Dun, dun, dun. It's not what you think at all. There's actually not a single chore involved. And truth be told, we don't actually use that word in our house. If you're using a traditional chore system right now, this is going to be the best episode for you. You're absolutely going to love it. I can promise you that what you're doing right now is super antiquated and it needs some updating and I have all of the juicy details for you. There's so much to gain from not giving your kids chores, but rather using this system that I'm going to be teaching you. I'm literally teaching you all of it inside of today's episode, like line for line, step by step, word for word, you're getting all of it inside. I know it's going to make a huge difference in the way that your family pitches in and works together to get everything done. You're not going to regret making the switch from whatever it is that you're doing right now with quote unquote chores into this timeless and true replacement system that we live and breathe by. All right, you ready to jump in? What do you say? Let's do this. Systemize your life with Chelsea Joe. That's me. And this is a podcast for modern women who are eager to live with more meaning and less overwhelm. We're about to tap into some fiercely meaningful relationships, bang in organization and time management strategies, and a rock solid plan for our personal well-being with functional systems to those problems we all go through. Girl, if you feel like you're watching life go by from a window on the hot mess express, then it's time to roll up your sleeves, dig in, and get your life out of the chaos and into confidence. I hope you know I'm going to try and give to you in less than 20 minutes. You can like literally get the thing done. You guys, I can't every single time it is my goal to give you an episode under 20 minutes and they are never, they literally are never. And for that, I am sorry. (laughs) But I remember when I was like binge listening to like my favorite podcast, I'd be so mad when they weren't like 40 minutes, because all I wanted to do was hang out with my best friend and my earbuds. (laughs) So maybe you don't mind so much, but still, there's got to be a happy medium, right? Regardless, let me eat up just a real quick minute of your time by reading the best ever review of the podcast. Anytime I'm feeling a little bit down, I just go pick up the reviews. I ignore the ones where the grumpy people in life leave the bad reviews because they're having a bad day and they just need somewhere to put it. I ignore those. Sometimes they happen. It's fine. 
there's some amazing reviews coming into the podcast right now, and I have to read one. You should leave me a review. You just subscribe on iTunes, and it helps other people find the show. The more reviews that you get, the more reviews we get on the show, the more Apple pushes it out in front of other people. And so we're just so excited every single time somebody new comes into the community. And this is exactly why. Listen to this review. It says, I stumbled across, it's from a, the person that left. It's never like a person's name. Uh, it says Hawks326789. Hawks326789. Thank you for your review. I really appreciate this. It says, I stumbled across this podcast on Apple And when I saw systems in the title, I knew I needed to listen. There's so much validation in that right there, just for a minute, may I tell you. Because as a person that just decided one day that she was going to start a business and had no idea what she was doing, learning like how to actually get what I do in my closet into your earbuds somewhere on the other side of the world can be a really tricky thing. And so it has been working it's been working and it's really been working. And so this right there just validates that I stumbled across this podcast on Apple. Keep leaving reviews. It works, you guys. And then she saw the word systems. And you guys know my story. I was like, no one's going to like systems. When my business coach was like, no, you do systems. I'm like, everyone's going to hate it. You love it. And today I have the best system ever for you. Hold on. We're going to get there. She finishes off this review to say, I have now binged so many episodes, but seriously, Chelsea Joe gives invaluable information. I'm a teacher and consider myself fairly organized person, but my life has been so chaotic lately and I haven't been able to keep it under control. She gives practical, doable advice to help life run more smoothly, which makes me a happier mama and family. 10 out of 10 recommend. Thank you so much. And first of all, I don't know how you do it as a teacher. Every time I send my kids to school with some stranger that we call her teacher that I don't even know this lady, I'm like, what a selfless human. You guys do so much work as teachers. It's absolutely crazy. I homeschooled for two years and I had help and it was just, it's just a lot. So I can totally understand why life has felt fairly unorganized for you. And I am so excited to be a part of your journey to getting yourself systemized. So I'm going to keep reading some of these. If you want me to read your review on the show, just feel free to go over and pop one in there. Um, And truly, if that's not what motivates you to do it and what does motivate you to do it, it's just that it encourages me to do that too. All right, here we go. What am I going to tell you today? You guys, I'm going to tell you this exact chore system that we use. And I'm calling it a chore system because that's what will like ring a bell for you. But really what this is, is it's a skill-based or entrepreneur-based chore system for your kids. Now, hear me out. Don't be like, skip right now. Listen to this. If entrepreneur-based like doesn't make you happy because you're not an entrepreneur, that's fine. Think of it as skill-based. We're really looking at the meat of why kids should be given chores in the first place. But honestly, like we don't even use that word. Okay. Like we just don't use it. There's such a negative connotation with that. that You just don't even want to breed in your house. So I'm going to be telling you what the system is. I'm going to tell you the benefits of it. And I'm also going to be answering some of the most common questions that I get. Um, when I talk about 
this system with other people. And fun note, Frankie Joe and I, who is my daughter that is about to be 10, um, she actually recorded a bonus episode. It was like 12 to 15 minutes long explaining her take on our chore system way back when probably in like the 60-ish range, there's a bonus episode uh, that you have to listen to after you get done listening to this. It's so good. So let's just go ahead and get into it. I'm going to give you the gist of it and then I'm going to kind of hash out a couple things. So this system, like I mentioned, is a skill-based chore system. So we have completely gotten rid of, you must do this and you must do this. Here's your chore chart, mark it off, move your tab, you get a candy, dangle the carrot, come do what I tell you to do. Like we don't do that. I don't believe in it. I think it's setting your kids up for exactly what I don't want my kids to be doing, which is being led by a dangling carrot in their life, which is what we call just a paycheck, have to show up at a thing to do the thing that we don't want to do. And it's not really based on anything that is intrinsically motivating. It's just what we feel like we have to do. And so there's just, there's just a lot of reasons why this even came to be in the first place. One of the, one of the biggest reasons why we started this in our house was just so that we could teach money management. Um, and that was just something that I didn't get. I grew up with one of my closest friends living right next door and they had chores and they got paid for them. Well, we just had responsibilities. <laughs> we just we just we just had to work in our house and we never got paid. It was like not a thing. And I grew up later on feeling like it was a real missed opportunity on my parents' parts to be able to teach us how to manage money. And I was like, you know, but I'm not just going to throw money at my kids and you know, that was the that was the part out of what my parents did on the other side of the pendulum that was good about it is that we just learned what hard work was, you know, and I, I want my kids to be able to have that too. So this is, here's, here's the, I'm going to give you four points to this right now of what this system is for your kids. Okay. So first of all, like I said, we've gotten rid of the chore list and what we have instead is we have a job board. Okay. The second thing is we no longer have this this concept of I have to do what mom and dad tell me even when I don't want to do it. And I know there are times in life when we have to do things that we don't want to do, but we are choosing to use this as a positive reinforcer for what we want in our kids. And it also does teach that lesson at the same time. It's just in a more positive reinforcement style. So here's the big difference between a job and a responsibility in the house, because this is what we get asked all the time. So do your kids get paid for everything? No, my kids don't get paid for everything. Here's the, the real, the biggest part of this entire system. And I want you to write this down and kind of like circle it is knowing the difference between what a job is for that job board and what a responsibility is. And that's the whole crux of this system is knowing where your family is going to draw the line. And I'm going to give you a couple examples. We consider a lot of things in this house a responsibility and those do not get listed on the job board. They are not up to grab 
to be able to do the work and get paid for. Okay. And things that our responsibilities are making your bed, picking up after yourself around the house, setting the table, clearing the table, basically things that you do in order to be a helpful and good housemate. And so we're teaching our kids how to be a member of a community. And so things that are communal, we pitch in with, right? We're all having dinner together. We're all pitching in to do dinner together. Um, if the girls have gotten something else to play with, they need to put it back the way that they found it. As your kids get older, that's obviously going to change and adapt depending on their age. And we've adapted this ever since the girls were four. So I kind of start this in the four range when when kiddos are starting to learn to count and can understand that, you know, a quarter is more than a penny, right? And they're, they're starting to grasp this concept. So basically like preschool, kinder age, depending on how early you're teaching these concepts to your kids, we've started that. So Frankie's 10 and she's very, very far, almost 10. She's very far evolved into this system. And no matter where your kids are, when you start this, there is a way to adapt it to fit where they are based on how old they are and the skills that they have. So what, what is a job? Okay. A job is something that you could outsource. It's the house cleaning, the yard work, organizing things, handiwork, babysitting, grocery shopping, etc. These are all jobs that would make your life easier if someone else was actually doing them. And I know laundry could be considered that because now you can outsource laundry. Like you and your family have to decide where that's at. And so all the way up until now, until now-ish, and we're kind of on that border, laundry has been up for grabs as a job that Frankie could do. And now I'm transitioning in every once in a while. We're taking that off the job board and it's becoming a responsibility. And the reason why is because she's getting older and she's capable of caring for herself in greater ways. But every time I take a job off the job board, I replace it with another one. So I'm always giving her more opportunities. And and that, as we're going to get into this, is your job as the person that is providing this, right? And just like you would with normal chores, your chores would change as well. So let me give you a little bit about what the system is, okay? So I already told you one that it's a job board and not a chore list. Here's the second thing that you have to do to be able to make this system work for your family, this skill-based or entrepreneur-based chore system is you have to have a sit-down discussion about skills and needs. And so this is really kind of this exploration that you did when you got old enough to be able to work and you went out and you started looking for people that had a need for the skill that you wanted to provide. And so this is what we do when we establish this system or when it needs tweaking because the girls are getting older. You sit down with your kids and you ask them, hey, what do you like to do? What are you good at? Here's some things that I need. And this is what you do to develop your job board. And so when we first established this with Frankie, you know, she really loved cleaning countertops. And so one of the jobs that was up for grabs was cleaning all the countertops. Now, I don't 
we're going to get into this as well, but I don't just throw money at my children. Like you actually have to do the job thoroughly and you have to do the job until it's done. And so I'm constantly looking at things that are going to stretch her just enough. And same thing with Bailey, right? So like Bailey now is in this place where she can unload the top rack of the dishwasher because most of those are plastic. She also can get on a chair and she can put most of them away. That is not a responsibility that I expect a four-year-old to do. That is a job that she could do to assert herself and her skills that's age appropriate that she could then get a nickel or a dime or a quarter for, right? And to her, that is a lot of money. And so that is age appropriate. For Frankie, if she would If she was to load the whole dishwasher and unload the whole dishwasher, she wouldn't be getting a quarter, right? And so we're negotiating these things as we go. So that leads me into the third thing that you're going to need to be able to make sure that the system works is a contract or slash terms. And so what this is, is you need to clearly communicate with your children, what happens if they're late for the job that they said that they were going to do, right? What happens if they said they were going to do it and they didn't show up? They just didn't do it for you. What are the expectations there? What happens if they need help? This is another big one. Flat out from word go, there is an understanding that when you're training at a job, you don't get paid as much as you do when you're super proficient at the job. And so as Frankie gets better at things and Bailey gets better at things, there's the opportunity to make more money. And in the very beginning, I've told them, look, if you do this job halfway and you quit, you cannot bill for the entire agreed upon amount. You said that you were going to sweep all the floors and mop all the floors and I was going to pay you a dollar and you stopped mopping. I'm not paying you a dollar. That's just not how that works. If I show up to my job and I do half of my job, I cannot bill for the whole job. End of story. Same thing goes if they need a little bit of help, right? A little bit of help is is one thing. But if it's like, hey, I just have no idea how to do this. I need you to come do this for me. Then that is where we've set up these terms where it's like, if I'm doing major portions of this job for you, you can't bill for the whole payment. And so that gives them the motivation that they need to want to do the job on their own because then they're going to be able to get all the money that they want to get out of it, right? Okay. And then also some things that you want to talk about is how to earn tip money. This is a great way. We tell this to Frankie all the time and I'll go back through. Just recently, she said that she wanted to do the bathrooms. Okay. I got the bin down and she did the whole front bathroom. Well, I went in there, the waste paper basket was like overflowing with toilet paper hanging out of it. Everything else looked amazing. And so I complimented her on her amazing work. And I said, Hey sis, you know, I really was thinking about tipping you for, for this job. But when I went in there and I went back and looked, there's toilet paper all over the place. So I wondered if maybe you just forgot. She's like, Oh, I did. I just forgot. And I was like, Oh, okay do you want another opportunity to go back in there and finish it? And maybe I'll think about tipping you because you went the extra mile. And literally when I walk in there, I'm impressed. And I think, wow, I cannot wait to have her come back and work for me again because it looks amazing. And so these are things that I want to teach my kids about work ethic, right? And that is why this is so unbelievably beautiful 
in how this works because I'm constantly framing her mind based on her skill set and what she can provide for other people and what that payment looks like back to her. Also, the other thing is just how to make sure you get asked to come back to that job and work again. And so those are other conversations that we're having. And I've, I've, I've just flat out told her, you know, if somebody else came in here and was to clean this bathroom and they didn't leave toilet paper all over, who do you think I would ask to come back and do that job for me next time? And she was like, probably them. I'm like, yeah, I probably would. And so you always want to make sure that you do your very, very, very best work and you stop and you take a minute to look around and see, is there anything else that I can do? Okay. So those are con, these, these are terms that you want to talk about that would be in a quote unquote contract. The fourth thing is just talking about payment. We make the kids invoice us for everything. Bailey's learning how to write. And so I've started a template for her where she writes her name in and then mom will write down the work that she did and she'll write the number of what she's going to get paid. And then I have her write her name down at the bottom too. And so we're just filling these little things in. Frankie writes everything. She has to write her name, the date, how much time it took her, what she actually did, how much she's getting paid for it. Because as an independent contractor for many, many, many years, I had to learn to do my own invoicing. And it's such an important skill. I can't tell you how many times Frankie has completely forgotten the work that she's done and I don't pay her for it. Sorry, you cannot get paid if you can't prove to me what you did. Well, I forgot. We should have written it down. And this is that like point where I've decided I'm okay with the switch that we've made into this chore system from the antiquated, oh, well, you have to do chores because we said so. I think there's just so much value in the lessons and the hard lessons that we choose to teach through this system versus the old approach. And I think you'll really begin to see that when you start using this in your own life. Okay. I want you to... Oh, here's the other thing I forgot to mention. Inside of this like number four where we're talking about payments, you also want to talk about the due dates, interest, late fees, making sure that the handwriting is legible, invoicing within 30 days. Like Frankie now, she literally puts like the due date that Blaine has to pay. I make Blaine pay because I never have cash. I'm like, make sure that you send this to Blaine. He's the person that... (laughs) send this to dad because he's the person that gives payment. A mom does not give payment. (laughs) That's so funny. I'll be I'll text Blaine like, hey, make sure you bring cash home because Frankie's got an invoice for you. She just worked her tail off, you know, but she will put down and like the last one she did, it was so cute. She was like, payment is due at 3 p.m. to 5 p.m. And then she put the date and she was like, $5 late fee. (laughs) I'm like, geez, girl, that's steep. And so we negotiate that as well. And we've negotiated what the cost is. And sometimes she'll come straight up to me and she'll just, she will like renegotiate on top of what we've already agreed and written down. She'd be like, hey, mom, um, I'm willing to do X, Y, and Z. Would you pay me $4 for that? And I'm like, how about a dollar? And she's like, okay, you know, or she'll be like, how about $2? And I'm like, 
$1.50, you know? And so that's fun too, to watch her begins to understand what that means and how to negotiate a fair wage for her skills and just talking to her about what that means. Okay. Here's the benefits of the system. I'm going to give these to you really quickly because I am already over 20 minutes. So this is why I really believe you need to put this system into place. First of all, you're building communication between you and your child. Obviously, this is the biggest confidence booster builder that you could ever do for your kids. You are truly teaching them to look at what skills do you have? You know, are you really good at digging ditches? Are you really good at planting plants? Are you really good at using power tools, right? Like maybe you've got daughters that were like me that love that kind of stuff. Maybe you have boys that are outside with your husband all the time. Maybe they can, if they're older, maybe they can do handiwork around the house for you. Like you really just want to sit down and ask them like, what are you good at? These are the things that I need done. I'm willing to pay you. And that's going to build their confidence, especially if you start this when they're young. Like it's just, it, I can't express to you enough how important it is to start this at whatever age your kids are at right now. Here's the third benefit. I have six of them to give you. There's this intrinsic motivation that begins to happen. So you're not constantly pulling teeth. Just watch the magic. Just watch it unfold. Four, I love this one. If you get nothing else out of it, please know that using this skill-based chore system helps you see the gaps that you need to fill instead of looking at where they are failing. And oftentimes we get all these complaints inside of our community of, oh, my kids won't do this. And, oh, I can't get my kids to do this. And, oh, they won't help. And, oh, it's like such a hassle. I'd rather just do it myself. And you're constantly looking at where they're failing instead of looking at what gaps you need to fill as a parent. And so you will begin to see that very, very clearly where your kids shine, where they need more instruction, where they really struggle and just don't have natural abilities, but could given the time and the energy and the teaching from you. Such a beautiful thing. Number five is it gives the independence and autonomy versus feeling forced. And it's that, that carrot that we talk about, right? And so when you give your kids the ability to make decisions for themselves, they will start making decisions for themselves over and over and over and over again. So this whole like reward-based system, oh, you do this, you get screen time. Oh, you do this, you get that. It's just never going to work. It's never going to work. And removing the thing, if they don't do it, is actually doing a huge detriment to your whole ecosystem in your house. Like it's got to go. Please just give this a try. The way that this will motivate your children because you've given them independence, it's going to take some time. You're going to have to be patient, but it definitely will work. It's going to be really, it's it's like a breath of fresh air for you. And number six, obviously, is money management. A huge benefit to this is teaching your kids how to manage money because you're actually showing them what happens when they get the invoice. And we take it a step further. We actually have are just gone all the way through what how we manage our money. And we've given that to Frankie um, 
which is for a whole nother podcast episode, but it is absolutely incredible to be able to see that happening and was from the age six years old and on with her. So here's one final wrap up little question that I get all the time that I wanted to address here on the podcast is what happens, and I can hear it, I can hear it because I've heard it before. (laughs) What happens when your kid just doesn't want to do any work at all? Like just doesn't want to. Like this is, this is not, this is not it. My kids are not going to do this, Chelsea. They don't want to do it. I tried it. It didn't work. (laughs) And let me just tell you that natural consequences, just like we experience when we don't show up to work, are a really great opportunity to learn. Natural consequences are a beautiful thing. And so if your children are much older and they're not pitching in with chores and you try and do this and they're just like, meh, I don't want to do any of the things. Well, that's going to be a real bummer when they don't have money to put in their gas tank, when they don't have the opportunities to go and hang out with their friends because you're not willing to just hand them out money, right? They should be growing with this to where all of the spending money that they will ever need should be earned, should be saved. And if they don't want to earn it from you, they're going to have to go earn it from somebody else. So go get yourself a job, Find, figure that out. And, you know, maybe you don't have the funds to fully support all of their spending habits. Okay, let's sit down and look at how can we use the skills that we've been learning through this entrepreneur-based chore system at home, this skill-based chore system at home, and reach out into our communities. How can we use that to benefit your child and have them self-promote to their neighbors to their other friends and family members and help them earn more money that way. So that is definitely not an excuse nor something that you should let be an obstacle. And I definitely think there are ways to work through that by using the natural consequences and constantly encouraging your children to get involved with the things that you're good at, with the things that they're good at. And it's your job to get creative enough to be able to help them through that process and open the doors of communication. And certainly last but not least, being patient in the process. It really does take time whenever you implement any new system, especially whenever you're trying to implement it with other humans that may or may not be as willing to do the implementing as you are. Okay, that is all I have for you today. We started a really amazing conversation on this already a couple days ago inside of the Facebook group, and I'd love to have you come and pitch in your thoughts on what you're thinking now that you've listened to this episode. Just go over inside of our Systemize Your Life free Facebook group community and put your thoughts in the ring. We'd love to add you into the discussion All right. I can't wait to meet you over there. And I am also very much looking forward to seeing you right back here on another episode on the Systemize Your Life podcast. Hey, before you go, if today's episode was meaningful to you, I know it will be for others. So please head over to iTunes, subscribe, then leave a review so more women can join our community too. And did you know that you can have an incredible impact on the women in your life? That's right. All you have to do is share what you learned today. Take a screenshot of this very podcast, tag me, and post it in your stories. 
What do you say we make a mighty breadcrumb trail for all the other women around us so we can make a change to the culture of how we care for each other and ourselves? I'll look forward to connecting with you over on Instagram. Until next time on Systemize Your Life with Chelsea Joe.